You're listening to the One Man Show Network. Hey, Podsicles, welcome to the Aaron Says What podcast. Uh, today, this is a special Aaron Ask What with Brian Watkins at One Foot Over Productions. We are going to talk podcasting 101. Let me try and get him on the line right now. Hello. Brian, can you hear me? I can hear you. Hang on, so I'm going to turn this down. All right, sure thing. I'm going to probably have to shut off video at some point. I don't have the greatest internet here. Oh, I don't even have video on. How about that? All right, let's equalize right. things a little bit. Hey, there we go. Hey. Hey, I just uh, I gave you a brief introduction. I just said we're just going to talk a little podcasting one-on-one. Let's say you want to start a podcast. You're not sure you want to invest a lot of money into it. How do you do it? How do you set it up? But first, please tell me a little bit about yourself. Sure. So uh, my name is Brian uh, Watkins. I am a uh, web developer and uh, a hobby slash semi-professional musician and uh, recording artist. And I run a studio with my dad. So my dad has a studio in his house that he brings bands into and things. And then I also work with him to record, which is kind of where I learned all this growing up, um, just all the different techniques of recording and you know stuff to use the cheap way to do it the expensive way to do it stuff like that (laughs) well that's great man well you have certainly helped me out along the way uh in my my little quest to have a podcast because i went from well let's talk the evolution here doesn't everyone at some point try to get off as cheaply as possible start with some earbuds and maybe a recording app oh absolutely and you know what there's nothing wrong with that there's so many really nice tools that you have if you have an iPhone or if you have some of the newer Android phones you can you can easily walk in and just sit down and talk to somebody if you're face to face you can you know it's very simple to get going um and then you can even a lot there's there's apps I'm pretty sure where you can actually post those either to an FTP where you can do something else with it or pull it off your phone um <clears throat> but then it gives you a starting point. And that's the whole thing with podcasting that I think is great is that anybody can do it. You can, you know, you don't have to be a millionaire. You don't have to be somebody anybody's ever heard of. Mm -hmm. You can just grab your phone and get some friends and get going. Yeah. Um, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, I started a couple of years ago and you know, I, I thought, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was just it, it was a little difficult back then, but now it's amazing what they have out there. And one of my favorites, it's a free app, is Boss Jock Junior, which I know you can get on the App Store through uh, uh, Apple. I'm not so sure about the Android availability. I didn't look at that. I mean, I looked at it when you showed me, but I have an iPhone, so yeah, it, uh, it was not a big deal for me because I have one. Yay! Uh, let's see. I'm gonna look it up right now since we're sitting here. Oh, that's good. See. It just says iTunes, so I think that's probably Mac only right now, or iPhone only. Gotcha. Uh, I did uh, learn that. There's, uh, there's oh. a really cool app that I think it's only a couple bucks, or it's free, and then you can buy add-ons. Right. Um, by a place called IK Multi. 
media. Anybody that's into guitar, stuff like that, you'll know they make a lot of plugins for doing guitar on the computer. They have an app that's for uh, iPhone and Android that, I'm, like I said, I'm pretty sure it's free and then you can buy like some upgraded features um, that lets you record, lets you you know do some tweaking and sending. And they also sell a really nice little microphone that's like 50 bucks, I think, and you can plug yeah. it in. It might be 30. You can plug it into your phone and then it gives you kind of an upgrade in the quality of the audio you can record. Hey, Brian, let's uh, let's shut down our video here. Sure, sure. Gotcha. Is that like the iRig microphone or something like that? Yes, that is exactly it. Cool. And I have one that, I mean, I don't really use it anymore. I let the kids use it now. But <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice microphone for someone who, you know, you're not sure you want to start investing, you know, good, like big money right. into it yet. But it gets you moving. Yeah, so I find that um, the... I gotta adjust my volume here. I I like the Boss Jock app. I can use it with earbuds, but it's only good if you're in a quiet space and you're alone. But it it has some noise canceling technology, which which is good. So let's say you get a feed. Now, what do you do with it? You get a nice recording. Maybe you figured out a way to mix a little music with it with either the Audacity app or some. There's a there's a Spreaker app. There's all types of mixing apps out there. You know you don't have to spend any money on. So what right. do you do once you get a feed? What you get a recording? You want to put it out there. You want the world to see it. You want it on iTunes. <laughs> yeah. So there's a couple there's a couple of different ways you can go about it. The the way that I prefer just because it's kind of how I figured it out. But but uh, there's um. There's several different places. There's Libsyn, which is kind of the biggest one, mm-hmm. um, and they're gonna they're gonna charge you. They're they're not free, and it's not right. real cheap, but it's not too bad. But then there's a place called um, Blueberry, mm-hmm. which is like B L U B R R Y, um, and they will help you host a feed, and it costs nothing. You get stats, so you can kind of see statistics about what your uh, okay. what you what, how many downloads you're getting, stuff like that. Um, and they have information right on their website that lets you, um, it tells you how to get a feed going, how to get it to iTunes, which really isn't that hard to do. You just go to iTunes and there's a link where you can create a new, once you have an RSS feed, mm-hmm. you can create a new, uh, podcast. And then once you have that going, it just automatically updates, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. No, if you are someone who does any kind of like if you if you have a website that you're running yourself um a lot of people go with um wordpress because it's very easy it's free that's what i do and the nice thing with wordpress is they have a lot of plugins and so all of the the big places like feedburner and mm-hmm. blueberry and libsyn they all have plugins for the website where you can install it for free and it helps you actually create your feed and maintain your feed, but then also it gives you the ability to post those on your website. And the cool thing is whether someone listens to it on your website or they listen to it on iTunes or through any of the apps, because you have an RSS feed set up, all of your statistics go to the same place. So it's very cool to, you know, everybody wants to know that someone's listening to their ramblings when, right. you're, when you're doing your podcast. <laughs> yes. I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to be heard. I, I, th- I don't know it why is. I even do it. I, I, I do it because I know I have a lot of interesting things to talk about. And, you know, I, I feel like I was almost born in the wrong place sometimes. And that's what podcasting is. I mean, you're going to connect <laughs> with a group of people with your same interests. I probably have 9,000 right. Twitter followers. Two of them are people I know in my town, you know. It, it's just, it, it is what it is. But, I mean, it's... 
You know, it's like when you go off to college and you meet people for the first time that share your interests. It's, it's that type of thing, mm-hmm. and, I, and, and that's why I enjoy it. So now tell me if I'm missing a step here. I'm taking too many. So I do the, you know, I, obviously I record the audio. I upload yep. it to uh, archive.org, which is free. But the only problem with that is if you don't have any backup and that goes away someday, you're stuck with, uh, with no audio. And then I post it to, I do the WordPress feed burner connection. Cool. And that's a that's a great way to go with the WordPress feed burner. Um, there's another a cool idea. I like that you have a place that's free to host your mm-hmm. to host your stuff. But like you said, it can it can be gone. You got to back it up, man. Yeah, you can if you're if you're going to run a website, if you're going to set it up with WordPress, there are about a billion places that do WordPress hosting for in the four to eight dollar a month range yep and a lot of them give you unlimited storage wow so with unlimited storage you just keep them all on there i mean you know if it goes down usually they have some kind of slas as far as bringing up and yeah. backups and stuff like yeah. that so i mean that's a way to go you can also just have a hard drive that you throw them on and put it in the corner you know like an external drive that way it's if your computer crashes, you still have them yeah. um, as far as a, a backup. And some people um, with the savvy right. internet connections can have their own servers at home, but that's another deal, too. If that goes down at some point, you're in the same same boat. Right. And serving at home is, is so much work. I used to yeah. do that back a few years ago, and I got to the point where it was just way too much effort to maintain. And then the electricity bills on servers are kind of ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but... <clears throat> Another another great place for a backup is just something like Dropbox or OneDrive or Google Docs, um, or yeah. not Google Docs, but Google Drive, where you can get you know most people have some kind of storage. I think in this day and age, if you're if you're into it enough that you're recording a podcast, you can probably figure out how to get some online storage for for cheap. You're not going to be able to stream from there, right? Um, and you're not going to link your RSS feed there. But just for a backup, it's a there's a lot of good options. And there are other options out there. SoundCloud lets you stream. Uh, Spreaker lets you stream. But like yes. like you said, you're, you're going to pay some money. So we're, we're just starting out for now. And, you know, it's so far so good for me. I, I've had it work out for me. I reduced the number of, uh, I guess, podcasts I keep in the queue anyway, uh, just because I, I don't want, you know, a thousand of them sitting there on iTunes, you know. But, sure. But you bring up a good point, by the way, with uh, Google Drive has become my favorite thing. Let's say if you're really getting into it, you're starting to take show notes, you're jotting down ideas during the day. Well, you got it on your computer, you got it on your tablet, you got it on your phone, and it's just seamlessly, you just go through those docs. It's, you know, it's exactly where you left off on your other device, and it really just gives you the ability to, to keep track of your notes, keep track of what you're wanting to do, and, and that yeah, sort of thing. It is really nice. I have I do a tech podcast with some friends of mine. and well, we Plug always... it, please. Tell me what it's called. Oh, it's called Changelog. Okay. Um, and we're we've been kind of lazy the last few months. We're gonna we're about to get back into it soon, I think. But we yeah. we were going pretty solid for about a year and a half, maybe two years. Um, but there's three of us, and to keep us all on track, we will do that. We'll create a Google Doc. We have a template that's just like, okay, here's our general sections of our show. You know, we do this, 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 and then everybody throws in the articles that they want to talk about. Um, so then it's nice for us while we're doing the podcast and beforehand, so we can kind of see maybe what someone's interested in 
you don't really know about, so you want to read up on it so you can speak intelligently, you know, right. or whatever. And it gives you that nice, just a flow to let you remember what you're doing. Cause the, the smoother you can do it the first time, the less you have to edit and cut out later, which is, you know, it makes it more enjoyable if you don't have to do a lot of work after the fact. Yeah. The more you have to do after the fact, the the less fun it is, I think, in the long run. Well, editing's art. I mean, it, it you know, the first few times you do it, you're going to be mulling over everything, and then you know what to look for, and, you know, where, where you get a glitch or a pop or, or, or something right. like that. But it, it's no fun. It's easier to get it right the first time. It is, for sure. And a lot of that comes down to how prepared you are <clears throat> and uh, how good you can think on your feet. And if you have... Um, good technology to capture your audio in the first place. And that gets into more money, but the the better stuff you can capture in the first place, the less trouble you're going to have editing it in the back end because, you know, it'll just sound right to start with. Yeah. All right. So, okay, let's get to the next step here. Let's say you figured out the, the earbud thing. You figured out the Bosschak thing. You Now you're on a now you're on an iTunes feed or whatever you want to do. You know, I, I try to put on every feed I possibly can, you know. Yeah. Let's say, what's your next step? Let's say, you know what? It sounds pretty good. I want it to sound a little better. I'm not ready to invest in a mixer. What kind of mic can I do? Is it, You know, I, I start off with the Samsung Go mic. Yeah, and those are those are nice little mics, though, about 30 or 60 yeah, bucks. Yeah, I think it was, it was closer to 30. I, I, yeah. I think it goes up now. It's in between 30 and 40 for sure. But, you know, Amazon, it'll fluctuate here and there. But yeah. so there's there's those mics. Uh, there's a company, and I would say when you're starting out, if you don't have a mixer, you don't have an external recorder, you're mm -hmm. using your computer. The easiest way to go is to get a USB mic because it'll plug right into your computer. You don't have to know anything else because most of the time they don't even have drivers. Mm -hmm. The computer just sees it and it's like, hey, there's a microphone you can use, which is great. Um, there's the two different Samson ones. There's the Go mic that you have. They mm -hmm. have a little bit bigger one that I think is in the $50 range. Um, that's also pretty nice. I really like the Snowball from Blue. I've seen that. And uh, it's a kind of a goofy looking mic because it's literally like a little ball, but it's about 50 bucks. And it has three different patterns that it you can set for the microphone. So the cool thing is it has a mode that lets it record from both sides of it. That's so dynamic, is that correct? If you're at a table talking to someone, you can capture a better conversation right. than if you are just like trying to crowd around the front side of one mic. And the, um, the uh, nice. I'm sorry, the uh, the Go mic's good like that too. It's got the dynamic and the cardioid, so mm -hmm. both of and, and that's great. I would in you know, I didn't know that, of course, when I first bought it. See, these are the things you have to read up on because you don't know. There's three different places you can put it, you don't know what to do. But you're right, so you, you got I guess that's called dynamic, right? When you can record with other people and it's like multi-directional. Yeah. Well, technically it's, it's really more the, the technology of them, of, of the capsule of the microphone that does the recording. So right. there's, there's dynamic, there's condensers, and then there's, uh, there's large diaphragm condensers and small diaphragm condensers and then ribbon microphones. So ribbon microphones are pretty much. They used them in old school broadcasts, mm -hmm. but they're really mostly these days for recording studios. They use them for guitar, stuff like that. Um, a condenser mic is going to be like your – or your dynamic mic, I mean, is going to be like your SM57 or the, the 58. That's what you see when you go see a band out live and they're singing in. Those are very directional, so they're really not good for recording more than one person because right. they're made to cut out 
noise that's not coming from the front of them. And then you have your condenser mics, which can record from both sides. They have a lot wider range, um, and it just depends on the type. Some of them aren't set up to record from both sides of it. but Right. Yeah. And that's the good thing about the Go mic. You can go in between that, too. And I, I'm going to keep that thing forever. It's great if I travel and I, I need to do something. You oh, know, Absolutely. I, so okay, so that's that's probably your next step. Probably need a decent pair of headphones. You know, you could probably get away with uh, some sort of headphone without a microphone, correct? You know, so you can at least yeah. hear back what what you're recording. And uh, now I've used Audacity when I want to mix it all together, and I'm actually recording from Audacity now, which has worked out the last couple of my podcasts. I don't know if you've listened or not. And it's, you know, it's really just tinkering with it and whatnot, but it, it yeah. seems to work out okay. Now, you're way more advanced than me. You like to split up the audio and and really pan it down and and and, uh, and pick it over, which is very impressive, by the way. So you, you still got to pretend <laughs> like I'm a two-year-old, okay, trying to learn how to do this. Sure. But I, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you credit from way back. Every step of the way, you were there for me, and I really do appreciate that. Oh, um, it's my pleasure. I mean... Growing up the way I did, kind of getting all this, just it's it was more of a way of living. Yeah, it's like you know it was it was my dad was always in bands. He always had people recording stuff like that. So I kind of grew up with sound as like a thing. It yeah. was it to me. It's more of a of a just knowledge I know. And so when people don't know, I'm like, oh, it's not as it's not as hard as you think. It's you know when you get into uh, millions of dollars of equipment and crazy connections, it's difficult. Yeah. For for you and me, recording every day, just yeah. doing a podcast, getting it done, making it sound as best as we can, it's not that hard, and you don't need that much. And people get confused because they they see you know like a Chris Hardwick mm-hmm. who's recording in like a big studio. But the funny thing is, if you break down, they actually record on um, a Zoom like a H4 recorder or one of the bigger ones, which they're only like a couple hundred dollar recorders. They're really yeah. not that big of a deal. They use it as a backup and you know, they used to be their main recorder. Now it's their backup. Yeah. Um, but it, it's funny because from like the smallest podcast to the biggest podcast, there's not a huge difference in the technology that they're using. No, I, I think you're right. I mean, it's, you know, we're all basically doing the same thing, but you know, uh, people put bells and whistles on and the only people that can tell, you know, a great deal of difference with the sound are probably guys like you that have been around it their whole lives, you know, but you and me or to not you and me, but me and everyone else, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it, we're just looking for a clean sound, you know, sure. obviously we don't want cars honking in the background or my air conditioner, which I had to shut down. I am building a Porta mic, by the way, you know what those are. I'm sure yeah. you stick it in, in like a shoebox thing with some uh, audio foam. So I got that going so I don't have to burn up and hear when I'm recording. I got the nice little pop filter now. So we're going to go, let's let's advance a little bit. You want to record Skype. Sure. You're still you not ready. Skype. Huh? Okay, man, you're recording Skype. You are, you're like, you've made it. You're at the show. You're, you're, the, you're getting right? there. You're getting there. But you <laughs> you're don't. You're to other people that you, you aren't sitting in front of. I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. It is a deal. And you got to have some things going for you. You have to have a decent enough internet connection. I live out in the sticks. So, you know, I got to shut off my audio and whatnot. Um, you got to make sure you have that, but you don't want to buy a mixer. How are you going to record? Now, I think there's a couple different options for Windows. I have a Mac-based system. So what would you recommend to record a Skype call? All right. If you're on a Mac, the, I'm going to tell you right now, the easiest way to record Skype is on a Mac mm-hmm. because there's a company called Ecamm, 
ECAMM that makes uh, an app. I think it's 30 bucks called Call Recorder. Yep. And it's it builds itself into Skype. So you can even set it to automatically record when you start a call on Skype. Mm-hmm. So you can record the video. You can record the audio. Or you can record just the audio, which right. is nice, and that's usually what I do because I want to. I don't want to take up a lot of disk space, um, but I want to get a really good quality. So what I do, and I can, I can send you a link of like a screenshot of what I do with settings if you, if anybody cares. Sure. But if you turn off the video and then set the audio to uncompressed, you're going to get basically the best quality audio you're going to get out of Skype doing it that way, and it's a it's a one button setup. You know, right. you click it, it records. It's a little harder on the back end because, and we talked about this. Yeah, it, de- um, it depends. They include a couple of tools because when it records, it actually records you and then everybody else as two separate mm-hmm. files, but then it mashes them into one file. So if you just try and listen to it, either they're panned left and right or they sound a little bit funny. Like you get weird echoey kind of things. Yeah. Um, but they include a couple of free programs with the call recorder that split that into separate files, like separate sides of the conversation, and then convert it into a normal just audio file that you can bring into Audacity or Reaper or you know Logic Pro Tools, yeah. any of the any of the the audio mixing applications. And, and I don't think any audio mixing one's greatly better than the other. I think it's just whatever you start with is usually what you stick with. Yeah, it realistically the when you when you go from something like Audacity into something that's more of like a uh, like a full digital workstation editing, which would be like your Logic Pro Tools, Reaper, yeah. those or, are going to uh, have Adobe a lot Studio. more stuff. Yeah, but as far as podcasts go, there's not much more in there than what's in the free Audacity. And huh. if you already like, if you have a Mac, you have GarageBand. GarageBand has mm-hmm some really awesome stuff built into it and it comes with your Mac. Right. It's free. It it's is free. really nice. Um, on windows, I think your, your cheapest option is audacity and mm-hmm. then reaper is like 60 bucks, which is that gets you into a full like multi-channel recording business. Um, but that can be daunting. I think for someone who's not used to that, um, so I think Audacity is probably the best way to go for someone who's just starting, especially because there's tons of YouTube videos on it because a lot there of people is. use it. That, and that is the best thing about Audacity. There's, there was a lot of videos um, mm-hmm. helping me to use it. I'm two years into it maybe, and I'm still learning. I mean, there are all, for a free program, there are a lot of things it can do, things I don't even know, I'm sure. Um, yeah, it has built in – it has a noise reduction filter, which mm-hmm. does work. It's not the best. No. It leaves some artifacting, but it does work. If you have a really nasty noise in the background, like a hiss, it, you know, like if it's a consistent noise, it can take a good chunk of it out. Yeah. Um, if you are really getting into it and you cannot be in a quiet place, like and by quiet, I mean not other people making noise. I mean mm-hmm. like your room is noisy. You got an air conditioner. You have you know something going on. Cars driving by. Then it's just loud. There's two different companies that make uh, a noise reduction software. Um, one is Acon Digital, and it's a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. which it's an investment, but that'll take ninety percent of the background noise out of your recording. And it sounds really nice. You still get some digital artifacting with that one. Yeah. Um, but the other one is this company, Isotope. 
um, they have a, a suite of plugins. It's uh, called RX5. It's 130 bucks, And that thing, you would think that you recorded it in like the most soundless room in the world. It sounds so good. It's ridiculous. Wow. Um, but like I said, I mean, it's 130 bucks, and you're going to need um, like a, a Reaper or a Logic or a Pro Tools to use it. So you're getting way more advanced with that. But like I said, if, if you can't have a really quiet place and you really want it to sound like it's a nice, quiet place, they're great tools to use. Wow. Uh, and I know there's Adobe Studio out there, and I looked into that. That looked super expensive. I, I, I mean, I, yeah. I clicked off right away. So I'm not even going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't bring up Adobe. No. I leave, I leave them be. Pro Tools, I used to leave them be also, even though I really like Pro Tools, but it used to be so expensive to get into it. And now it's they do like a monthly thing, so it's like twenty five dollars a month, which is expensive, but yeah. not as expensive as paying like eight hundred dollars a year to buy their newest upgrade every time it comes out. Right. Um, if you have a Mac and you want to get fancier than what you can do in GarageBand, uh, Logic is nice because it's only two hundred bucks, and it's you know that's a flat done. You get the upgrades for free most of the time or for a massively discounted price like i think when they went from nine to ten i think i had to pay 30 bucks for the update oh okay um like apple used to try to do these yeah that's like i said though you're you're at that point you're spending money yeah you know well that's when you're getting into it so let's go to the next step here now i did what you <laughs> yeah, said i, I did ecam like you said but it, it is a little bit of a hassle to do editing on your end and you're at the mercy of the guy on the other end. You know, they could be mic'd up. They could not be mic'd up. Uh, you know, they, they could have a terrible connection. You're stuck with an echo. So the next step would be probably purchasing a mixer or a digital recorder, correct? Yeah. Well, real quick before we jump ahead. Yes, sir. Um, I forgot to mention how you can record it on Windows. Oh, yeah, please do. Um, you can also do this on Mac, but it's a little more difficult. There's a there's a program that's free. It's called Soundflower. And, and oh, right. Soundflower basically lets you route audio from inside your computer. So instead of having to like take a cable and take the sound out and then put it somewhere and then put it back into your computer to record it, you can just make fake connections within this software. So you can say, okay, I want the audio that's coming out of my speakers. Instead of going out of my speakers, I want it to go to this fake device that I can then in, you know, Audacity or whatever, use as my recording device. And it'll let you record that way, which is nice. I mean, it works. It's free. It's open source. So there's people always developing on it. Um it is a little tricky, but that's another one where there's a lot of good YouTube videos that can show you how to how to get into it and get it working. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for that. Um, all right, so now we're jumping ahead to – now, I think you like the digital recorders a little more than mixers, don't you? I do myself, but that's because I like to edit on the computer. So if you get a digital recorder, you're probably going to edit it on a computer Right. in, in the end um, – Although the way you're doing it, you're still going to end up on a computer. The thing I like about a digital recorder is that I don't have to worry about the computer while I'm recording. I don't have to worry about it, you know, like the recording stopping right. or something weird happening. It's like that thing's sitting there. It's going to town. I can easily grab that in a microphone and go somewhere if I need to go interview someone. It, it It's a nice thing. I like them. Um, there's a, several different ones. Uh, I think the ch cheapest one that I could find that actually lets you plug external microphones in was the Zoom H4n, 
which is about 160 bucks. Right. If you know of a cheaper one, you can let me know. I do not. Um, okay. So that guy is really nice because it will, you can, it actually records four channels. So it has a built in oh, wow. stereo microphone, which you could just use. Um, it picks up lots of room noise though. So oh. if you're in any place that's even remotely loud or a room that's echoey, it, you'll hear it in the recording very badly. Um, but if you plug the microphones into the bottom, it gives you, you can set it to either record two mono files mm -hmm. or a stereo file with both of them together. Although it usually then pans one left and one right. Um, so you'll, you'll end up taking them apart later anyway, um, to edit them. Uh, but I really like those. They're cheap. You can, you can get into it easy. I have, a, a one of the bigger ones that I got cause we started getting into where we had three and four people sitting around a table. Oh wow. Um, so I got the, the zoom, uh, H6. Or yeah, I think it's H6. It's uh, it has four inputs um, plus the stereo thing, but then you can like get modules for it, so you can take the stereo mic off and get two more microphone inputs for regular microphones. Um, it's it's very nice, but it's it's more in like the three hundred dollar range. So then you're getting expensive. All right, so I did not do that. I did not pull the trigger. No, that. you got I, a mixer. I got a mixer, baby. I got a nice mixer. It's not bad. It's a Behringer USB port. It's nice. It's a 802 USB uh, for anyone that cares, but it's it's nice uh, having the USB option. It gives a little more freedom with recording. I'm not using up all the ports on it. It's got you know it's got a few different channels. Uh, I can plug a soundboard in there, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're all counting on you. See, you like that <laughs> one, <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> uh, which is cool and it it's nice with the Skype. It's very nice for me. Um, you know, and it was about $89, and so far, so far, so good. I, I've only done a few episodes with it. You know, if I'm probably on by myself, I probably, I probably get away with the, the, the like, the go mic and, and whatnot, but, you know, why mess with it? I got all my settings kind of keyed in, which, by the way, thanks for the help with that, because I will tell you this, everything on the internet, uh, there's not a whole lot. There are a few different YouTube videos here and there about setting up a Skype recording system with a mixer, yeah. but it wants you to go through the auxiliary feed and all kinds of just different stuff, and uh, <laughs> and it does not need to be that hard. You just, especially with a Mac, you know, with a Mac, you just use the output, you know, where you would normally plug ed headphones, you plug it into the mixer channel, uh, you just got to get a stereo, you know, just a, pack, is it a patch cable, you know, with the right and left, it splits it or whatever? Yeah. And, uh, and you can do the same with the soundboard, which I'm using the Boss Jock app for. Yeah. And the funny thing with that is I think what you're seeing when you go online and you see like a video where someone shows you how to do it, oh, yeah. that's like the, the quote unquote recommended way to do, you know. Oh, yeah. Someone, someone like me who I do like a lot of live sound stuff. You're always running into problems. When yeah. you run into a problem, you have to figure out a quick way around it. And sometimes they're really janky solutions, but they work, right? right. So if you want to record a bunch of stuff, then you have a, you already have a mixer, and it records back to your computer. So all you have to do is just figure out how am I going to get it from here to there, right? Yeah. And I ran into this scenario. We were uh, we were Jenny, my wife, uh, who is Secret B one on Twitter for all you Twitter people that follow and listen. Um, she was interviewing someone, and their 
their computer was having like this huge problem and mm-hmm. the computer would like the Skype just wasn't working. Right. So they ended up having to have a phone call. And so they, <laughs> she's got her, her iPhone and this guy's calling her. Yeah. And so we ended up running the output of the phone into the we were using the digital recorder, but you could totally do this on a mixer too. We right. ran into the channels on there and then plugged her microphone in to record and then put the headphones into the uh, the mixer. So now I'm not listening to the phone on the phone. I'm listening to it through the mixer and I'm recording right. my own or her voice from the microphone and then their voice is coming out of the phone because you know on the phone you don't hear yourself. So you actually get a nice discreet recording of the other person um, just over the phone. And so it was one of those scenarios. And so when you asked me about the recorder thing, I'm like, well, you could do it that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, the iPhones have some nice recording apps too, uh, you know, separate of the boss shocks and whatnot. And yeah, that, uh, that's cool. That's, I never thought of that. So, okay. I got a question for you. I don't know if this will work or not. Let's say somebody right. refuses to use Skype, but you have an iPhone, which has the output jack. Uh-huh. So I know this by using my iPad as a soundboard, you can get sound through your mixer through the iPhone, but then you have the mic problem. Mm-hmm. So they can they hear you through the mic because it's running through the mixer? So, no, <laughs> they can't. And here's what I did. Um, I actually just because I'm not I'm not recording that audio, my audio. It's just for them to hear. And so what I did was I went into Skype and I told Skype to uh, use the computer speak or the computer microphone. So then the person I was talking to was just listening or that she was talking to was listening to the computer microphone instead of the nicer microphone that we were using to record uh, her voice for the podcast. Okay, gotcha. Because, you know, eventually I'm going to have someone that refuses to use Skype and I'm going to have to figure that out, I guess. And I don't have a home phone with an output jack or, or any of that, so... Yeah, there was another time where we had to do something similar, and it was because the the person that we were um, trying to connect with didn't have or didn't like their Skype was not working. We tried mm-hmm. it for like twenty minutes, and we could not get it to work. And so that we ended up using uh, Google uh, Google Hangout? Hangouts. Yeah, okay, that was and my next question actually. Google Hangouts works really well, but it doesn't have an easy way to record it. Um, so we ended up doing that same thing where we ran it out of the computer into the recorder and just recorded it that way. Kind of the same way you would do Skype? Exactly. Okay. So I guess Google Hangout was would be an option. Now, can you call people from that or do they have to call into that number? No, that one, it's you have to both have to have Gmail accounts. Right. And okay. then you just send them an invite and they can accept it. And you actually don't even have to install it because they have a browser version of it. So it'll run in the browser. Um, which is nice. All right. So everyone just get Skype. Thank you. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, exactly. It's free. <laughs> it works. Microsoft hasn't destroyed it yet. So I, I've only had one guy that uh, never had Skype, which is funny because he's, he's co-host of another podcast. It's pretty popular and they Skype guys in all the time. And, uh, I'm like, you don't have Skype? And he got it in like two minutes. I mean, that's how easy it is to get. And <laughs> it set really up. is. They and, make uh, it very simple. And if you, if you work in an office and you have a Microsoft account, which is mm-hmm. free, it's even easier because since Microsoft owns them now, you can actually just log in with the same account you use for OneDrive or Office or any of that. Um, and you don't even have to go through the, the steps of setting up an account. Yeah, I, I think I got mine at first, you know, so my mom could see the kids and I could yell at her to get in the camera because no one can see you and <laughs> and uh, whatnot. It's like that movie Mother with Albert Brooks. You ever seen that with the video I phone? Have seen that. that was a great movie, by the way. That was a good movie. Oh, man. Well, okay, so now, uh, are the bees coming back with the cast ever, or is that was that just oh. a. 
those two, let me tell you what, they will eventually. We yeah. actually have one that they recorded a while ago that I just never edited. Yeah. And I'm kind of holding on to it until they actually stop being lazy and start recording again. You did not They're call really them not lazy. lazy. They're really not being lazy because right in their thing they say don't be lazy. <laughs> um, it's more my wife, Jenny, is in uh, nursing school right now full-time and so she's very busy and then the other jenny just got a part-time job so they've been having a lot of trouble just finding the time to do it because like you know it's it's takes a bit of doing yeah there's you know setting people up and doing that kind of stuff if you're doing interviews and even if you're not just thinking up the content and what you want to talk about um so yeah they are coming back i'm told from them but uh we'll see when it happens i'm i'm guessing it's going to be probably in the fall or next spring because jenny's done with nursing school next spring nice um but i keep pestering him every once in a while i'm like so <laughs> you want to uh, do some podcasts like well you you, uh, you probably do the heavy lifting though with the editing and the recording <laughs> and all that stuff they just really gotta they just gotta sit there and be pretty and talk right Yes, although for their podcast, yeah. Jenny proof listens to every episode and gives me notes. Oh. She used to edit it with me, and now she trusts me enough to edit it, and then I send it to her, and she listens to it. And if she thinks that everything's okay, then we'll post it. If not, then she'll tell me, I want, like, at this time, cut this to here. And she'll, So she's very hands-on with that, um, but I do all the editing myself. Cool. Yeah. Let me, so at one point, I was editing like three or four podcasts a week, and that got rough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because, yeah, I guess so. I, I guess it would. I don't they know. They were all like hour-plus hour podcasts, too. So it's, you know, when you're when you're, you're sitting down to, to knock out an hour-long podcast is probably about two hours of editing. So... So Bri- it, it takes some doing. So Brian, you gonna you gonna take my suggestion and go into business for yourself and uh, help young budding podcasters? You know, I might. I've been thinking about it. Um, for those of you listening, Aaron told me since I gave him so much advice that I should start a uh, a business doing that, just giving people you know pointers, uh, helping them out, getting set up. Um, so I'm in process of writing a uh, a HuffPost article. Nice. Um, just kind of outlining like we're talking about right now how do you get started um so when that's done i'll uh, i'll link that to you aaron and you can yeah, send please. it out to your peeps you bet i will and i'll do that too i'm on twitter also i'm at one foot over all o-n-e-f-o-t over and you have a Super website easy. correct i do it's one foot over.com awesome and that that came from the fact that when I'm joking around, I always take it one step too far. My wife says so. <laughs> we'll, all, we'll all be laughing, and then eventually I'm the only one laughing, and everyone else is disturbed. So uh, I take uh, it one foot over. That's great, man. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> well, so like uh, I'm just gonna tell you, there is a ton of shit on the internet you don't need to do, True. and maybe it needed to do a few years ago because the technology was out there, but no one really bothers to update it because. You know, everyone wants to keep it a secret, but throw your money at Brian here, and uh, <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. And, and uh, he, if he puts it in terms I can understand, he will put it in terms you can understand, and I'll, I'll be sure to let the masses know when you decide to do that for real, because I think you'd be silly not to. Awesome. Well, thank you. 
Yeah, I'm I'm just very busy right now. I mean, everybody's always busy, but yeah. with Jenny in school full time, I'm I'm doing like double duty between my normal work and then extra stuff with the kids because you know she's at school all day and then she has homework. So yeah, <laughs> there's a lot going on in the in the Watkins house this time of year or since school's been going on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 seriously considering it though. I think you you you've like ninety percent talked me into it. Ninety percent, so, man. I'm losing it. It's pretty high. It's it's pretty up there. Yeah, considering when you first mentioned it, I'm like, oh, it's way too much work. So how, how, <laughs> how old are your kids? You got to help them with their homework. Oh, man, they're they're six and nine. Uh, so okay, nine's not too bad. I'll have homework. No, he'd actually, this year, other than needing to double check, yeah. you know, the math and make sure that his handwriting is legible, he pretty much was able to do his own homework. And the six-year-old is the one you got to sit there and just like poker. Well, then Come you get on, a little yeah. break and then they're 11 or 12 and their shit's too smart for me and they start getting into <laughs> fractions and, and uh, you know. And I got kids in algebra. I'm like, it's just tutor time. Sorry. Daddy can't help you. See, fortunately, Jenny just had to retake all of the all of the math because she went through college. So she's it's fresh in her mind. So she's been, she's been helping out those kids with their math a little, little bit. Although being a, a computer programmer, I have to do quite a bit of math too, so... Well, Brian, I think you have got, given everyone a lot to think about. Is there anything else you want to get off your chest, man? Anything else you want to promote? <sighs> let me think. Let me think. <laughs> I don't know. Check out the website, onefootover.com. we got a lot of podcasts on there. Um, and you can check out the Beehive on Twitter. Uh, it's the Beehive game. It's my wife and her friend, and they host a game. You're not hosting your game anymore, are you? No, and it's nothing personal against anyone. Everyone thought it was. It was just a lot of work. You know, I had it. I had it panned out. Everyone thought it was clever with the speed tag thing. It was really only because. And, and the, those who don't know, it was a twenty-minute game that led into midnight every Tuesday, and uh, it was really just because I really didn't want to spend all night messing with it. I was twenty minutes. It was hot. <laughs> you know, and then there were some big games on that deal, and uh, it was just. I wasn't going to half-ass it. I was going to do it right. I wanted to make sure I was engaged. And then the kids got a little older, and, and uh, it was just too hard to do And uh, between bedtimes and everything else. So I have nothing against the app. I, I just – or, you know, which is which would be like the hashtag Roundup app. I just have uh, – I guess I just – the thing I have against is like people that do half-ass tags just to get one out there and uh, – you know, yeah. that sort of thing. And I just didn't want to, I didn't want to do that. I still play games, you know, app or not. It's just, I'm an equal opportunity player. If you, if you want to. Absolutely. I, I play as much as I can. I don't, yeah. I don't host, although I have co-hosted a couple times, yeah. but I, Jenny, that's Jenny's thing. I let her do it, but I do love playing the games. Um, for anybody, I mean, who hasn't played a hashtag game, get into it. It's super easy. It's fun. You can do it in your spare time. Um, and I, it brings me a lot of joy when I do play, you know, just to, just to see, get it out there. And then yeah. people, people tell you your jokes are funny sometimes, yeah, which no. is cool. And that's why we do a podcast. You know, we like to yeah. recognize for things that normally we would not be. You I know. know. We're like, hey, strangers, love me. Love me, please. Love me, appreciate me. I'm a needy, needy person, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah. and I agree with you 100%. It's fun. And uh, you never know what's going to take off. And honestly, when I'm in a lull and I play those things, I'm a little sharper coming out of it. It is what it is. Get your brain going a little bit. Yeah. All right, Brian. This has been an absolute pleasure. Please keep me posted. Uh, you know, when you write your article, when you decide to go into business, and uh, you know, I'd I'd love to help cross promote with you and uh, have you awesome. on again sometime. Yeah, sounds good. I will definitely let you know. And uh, I mean, you got other questions? You got my email, so. All right, man. <laughs> this is, uh, hopefully should come out next week sometime. I got a couple more interviews in the can, and I will make sure I let you know. And uh, hopefully, I didn't screw up the recording because wouldn't that be ironic? 
that would be ironic and i would giggle and of course this is like the first time in a while that i didn't record it on my end so <laughs> you'll be on your own <laughs> it doesn't work you like that? Uh, I, I, I had to get at least one more soundbite in. All right, buddy. Thanks so much, man. I will holler at you later. Awesome. Have a great day. Thanks for having me on. All right, man. Anytime. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. How awesome was that? That was Brian Watkins. Uh, you know, that'll do it, kids. Until the next podcast, uh, shalom. And please, if there's anyone out there you want me to try to get for an interview, holler at me. Uh you can support the podcast by visiting the affiliate links on AaronSaysWhat.com, A-A-R-O-N-S-A-Y-S-W-H-A-T.com. Until next time, shalom.